Deep in the caverns of your heart breathes a vision. It was put there before time began, long before you even knew how to dream. As the sun and moon were spoken into existence, there it was, waiting in anticipation, because it knew one day creation would yield its carrier. You are that carrier, for before you were ever born, God had a vision of who you would be and how he would partner with you. It's time you took ownership of that truth and unearthed your God-placed dreams. Are you ready? Ready to set sail and venture forward into the darker unknown, but astounding and unexpected as God reveals the way step by step? Are you ready to abandon comfort in exchange for God's wondrous and mysterious plan? Will you clothe yourself in purpose and discover who he created you to be? The choice is yours to make, but make it with haste, for the hour has come. The journey starts now. Hey everyone, I'm Megan Spaulding, the host of Vision Chasers podcast, and I'm so excited to have Corporeal Mariga on with me today. Corporeal started as a listener, and she reached out to me last season when I was doing one-on-one prayer And we were able to have this amazing prayer call, and she has just become such a fast friend and one of my greatest encouragers. I am so, so blessed by this woman, and I cannot wait to share her with you. So without further ado, here is Corporeal. Thanks for taking the time to get on here and, and chat and just share where you're at. Um, cause I know, I know the girls are going to really be blessed, um, just by you and who you are and, and how open and honest you are. Thank you, Megan. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I'm glad that you're able to not able, but I'm glad you invited me. It's I'm I'm excited. And I believe in you. I believe in what you're doing. So if any way I can support you, I'm here. Thank you. All right. Well, okay, so let's start here. Let's why don't you catch me up? What's going on in your business? Well, I am pursuing um a business called Graceful Renew. And what it is, it is, I'm creating a community of women who want to be authentic and who want to regain um, their purpose and who they've always wanted to be, but also going back to God. I feel like there's, we desire a women as women in general desire to be close and to be connected and to have intimacy. But I believe that we're just getting so bogged down in what we have mentioned this noise in the world to where we're losing the focus and the focus should always go back to Christ. So I want to create an um community and experiences to help center women back to Christ in order to do what they've always been called to do. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I love you so much. Oh, thank our you. Our hearts are so entwined. Like, yes, like you get it. It's, it's such an important thing. And like, it, it takes more than me. It takes more than you. Like it's something God's wanting to do right now is, is just bring women into that place of intimacy and purpose and right 
understanding of who he is in relation to all of the callings and the doing the things and the hustling and like where does God fit in into all of this exactly and my journey has not been easy I'm still moving along with pieces of my journey and figuring things out and and um but each day that I want to maybe throw in the towel I step back and I think okay corporeal this is who you are this is you've had this inside of you for so long why throw it away now why throw it away so um I'm still figuring things out and I'm still putting myself out there it's not easy but I do feel like this is where I'm meant to be placed yeah yeah so your journey has been a little bit of um a meandering right crazy not straight (laughs) yes I think when we first started um you know I was listening to your podcast and we um you had invited um people to call in for prayer and I so I took you up on that I was in a place where I I can't do it on my own. I need I need other support, which I'm so grateful for technology because it allows us to connect with people all over the world. So we hopped on the call, we prayed, and um, at that point, I was I knew I wanted to start my own business, and um, but I was still figuring out what that would look like. And at first, I started out with um, with wanting to have women call in and we can do some free coaching and then I thought about doing um additional coaching but on a different platform a different level and um but as I was speaking to other people and even speaking to uh, a business coach that I had hired after the fact um I was led into my strength of planning events and just some of the more intimate events that I've done in my home and that have really had some really good feedback. So now I'm at the point of, um, you know, doing my creating events, creating events, community, and I'm also planning retreats for women. So that's what I am focused on now. But I've had so many other days and God hasn't told me that I can't still incorporate those things, but God has told me that I need to focus in on one thing at a time. So I'm putting the coaching off to the side and maybe later I will incorporate some of the, the, the boxes that I had in mind or the merchandise that I wanted to sell later on. But right now I'm going to move forward with this, with this idea of um, events and the community. So, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, isn't that like the hardest part is like the start. Where do you start? And then there's so many ideas and so many things you want to do and so many good things. Like it's all good. Like and and you have these talents and it's like, I don't know about you, but I often think of like the the talent, um, the story in the Bible with the talents. And it's like, how'd you use? Like this guy has five talents. And I think of them as literal talents. And I'm like, okay, how do I invest all these talents? I have to invest them all. And God's like, okay, let's just like, let's tone it down. You have your whole life to invest them all. Like, exactly, (laughs) exactly. And you know, um, as I share all of these thoughts, internally, it can be 
I can feel a sense of shame of like I don't I don't know what I'm doing I don't have it all together you know all these things and granted I need to have some focus but I I trust that I mean I know where I've been where I started from and I know where I am now and so I'm trusting the process that even though my journey may not make sense to everyone else's and it may look like chaos, um, I know that God has a plan for me in every single step. I just have to walk with them confidently, even in the the crazy mess of going from one idea to another, you know, even though it may sound very scattered, but ultimately there is a purpose in this chaos and I'm trusting it. And um and I'm just trying not to lose gratitude for that journey either, because, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna blossom into something beautiful. But I have to stay persistent in it. So I think that, you know, what you're going through, at least from the girls I've talked to, like seems to be a pretty common thing where it's it's just you step into something and. And it ends up not quite what you thought it was going to be. And, and God just takes you on this this journey. And, and there's twists and turns along the way. Um, and so can you maybe speak to, like, to someone who's kind of in the midst of it, where God's maybe starting to pivot them or or they're just wrestling with a few different ideas and figuring out, okay, what what do I start with? Where is number one? Um, what, what advice like do you have or how, what did your journey look like with God? Like in those quiet times, in those secret spaces, um, of figuring that out, of getting to the place of, okay, this is my yes. And this is where I start. Well, um, what I've learned and what I, excuse me, what I've learned and what I've really appreciated about this time is that he has forced me to rely on him. He has stripped away the different things that I may have found security on with relationships is one thing. And then um, maybe some of the um, responses from people, um, expectations that weren't or met, or um, at one point I was trying to pursue another career, going back into the workforce that wasn't met. So different things that I I desired, I felt like he took away from me. And um, I remember crying one day, like, God, I just want to be healed. I just want to be healed. So I say all that because um, once everything was taken away from me, it forced me to be still. And it forced me to um, really tap into uh, myself, listen to the things, listen to my heart, listen to um, the things that brought me joy. I could watch how I responded to certain events, watch how I responded to certain words. So really doing a lot of internal work and being okay even if um, those reactions didn't look quite like someone else's. So I had to really um, learn more about myself and be comfortable with myself. I thought I knew myself, but when everything is taken away from you, you realize, oh, there's so much more you do. So I did, I did a lot of journaling. I did um, just 
honest thoughts and just being real with myself. It's like, you know what? Corporeal, you are an intimate person. I had to be okay with that. I had to be okay with my heart and my desire to um, create intimacy. I remember one person told me that you're too deep. So for a while, I suppressed that part about myself. So, so the things that I was learning that was in the habit of suppressing during that times of being still and during that time of being honest with God and journaling and praying, I had to just accept who I am first. So that helped me a lot. And then um, once I was able to, and I'm still learning about myself, but as I continue to learn about myself, I then added, included people I trusted, bounced my ideas and my thoughts off with them, um, not to get their affirmation, because my information I'm learning has to come from God. There's nothing that anyone can say that um, can can sub can support me as much as the word of God and what what I'm hearing from God. So, um, but I went to people as well to get their input. And I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. What are your thoughts? And and some of them were definitely like they. They all wanted to help, but some of them, I'm sure, were like, are you coming to me with this again? You know, but they're very supportive. They're very supportive. So, but that, I think those two things have helped me, but most importantly, just really staying still, being okay with not knowing everything, being okay with the, maybe the parts about your character that someone said is annoying. You know, the, that's who, those things are who you are. So, it's now find a way to share it because somebody somebody needs it and somebody yeah. wants it. Yeah, I think that's so good. It, and and something I hear a lot about is is women just like you. Someone said something. Um, you know, you presented who you were, and someone said something to stifle that or to stifle that dream, or even like not even out of sometimes not even out of saying, oh, you should, like, I don't like this, but sometimes even saying, have you thought about doing it this way? Like, I have a girlfriend who's um, had a devotional on her heart for, like, as long as I can remember. She's always been writing a devotional, and then she says to me the other day, yeah, well, I, I've realized I need to get back to the devotional because I've been trying to write a book because someone told me that um, like I sent them my content and they said, oh, it sounds more like a book than a devotional. And so I started trying to write this book and I was like, wait, what? Like, when did you, you know, cause I know her, she's one of my best friends. And so I was like, it's always been a devotional. Like what in the world are you listening to? But it's so easy to like, especially being women who care. Like we, we have this um, natural, I mean, it's, it's, it's mothering, right? With this natural ability to connect to people, to care for people. And so we care about their input. We care about what they think and we want to serve them. It's, it's just like who we are and, and realizing, okay, not everyone is who God's asking us to impact. And, and we really have to weigh what's said and make sure that it lines up with what God has said that we get that confirmation and then we trash what's trashed and we, and we take the rest and we, and we 
add it to our vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. But it just all goes back to um, that relationship with God. And, you know, there was a point where I would hear people say, oh, just listen to God and he'll guide you and he'll, you know, you'll, you'll be able to know what you need to do. And I was not getting it. I was, I was not understanding what that meant. What does that mean to hear from God? And so I, but I had to learn through it. I had to learn that through practice and um, not going after the relationship with God to receive information on where I need to go, but just sitting with him and that being enough. And I've learned just by enjoying who he is, not by what he can give me, what answers he can reveal to me, but sitting with him and who he is, the clarity started to come on its own. I can't describe that, but I've, but I just say that I've, I've, that's been a practice that I've had to learn to do, but it, it does come with having a relationship with him first, solely for who he is, not for what he can do for me. Yeah. So where did that, where did that shift start to happen? What did that look like in the early days of getting to know the Lord on an intimate level? Wow, it took a lot of, I think, again, just him taking things away from me that I found security or joy in. And I was just forced to, like, pray more throughout the day. Um, So it took me just being vulnerable and stripped away. Um. And me being humble to the fact that I, I don't know everything and you can only go, I can only go so far with um, this process that I'm doing now, or I can enjoy the journey with the God who's created me. Um, so, but just spending time with them, you know, when you, with, when you spend time with anyone, you learn their character, you, you know their quirks, you know what's going to make them mad. And the same thing with with God, just spending time with him has really helped me to appreciate that more and more. Yeah, that's so cool. I think like people, you know, it's something when I talk about the intimacy with the Lord and all that, um, that's a lot, that's a big question people have is, okay, what's it mean when, when God speaks to you? Like what's, and not, yeah, like, going, you know, when someone says, oh, just wait on the Lord and wait for him to, you know, what's that look like? And I think I, at least from my experience, not only like from the get go, but every time he calls you to a deeper place of intimacy, like there's always this, like, at least for me, and it, it might be different for you, but for me, there's always this like phase of awkwardness that happens before, before I start to like really get it. And so, you know, if you've never sat down and, and, and just been silent, like with God, like the first few times you do that, it's going to be weird. Like yes. you're going to feel unnatural. Um, and I think, you know, I, I always like to mention that because 
Like, I think women just expect, okay, I just sit down and I be quiet and I just, like, don't ask him anything or I just, like, you know, put on some martial music, whatever, and he's just going to download. But I think more often than not, at least for me, I'm sitting there, like, antsy. Like, yeah. When's the, when's the, how long do I have to sit here? Like, um, but it's the same as, as meeting anyone new. Um, right. Going to coffee with someone for the first time who you've never spoken to, who you have never have any contact with, it's always a little like, uh, like, oh, why did I ask that question? That was a weird thing to say. And right. being okay with the process of of getting to know him. Right, exactly. You know, um, I know I have a good friend when I can sit with my friend in silence. We don't, we're not forced to like fill in the spaces with, so how's your day? How's your, how's the weather? And, you know, but it's just, we're just, we're both comfortable and just sitting next to each other. And that's how I am just continuing to seek after Jesus that, you know, um, I can be okay with my thoughts. I can be okay with, with the things that, um, I may have, have have hidden my heart for so long and I can sit with Jesus with that. I can sit in silence in these areas that I'm unsure of or I feel pain about or, you know, silence is, is beautiful. It's, it's beautiful and it's, it's healing because we're able to there's, I don't know, there, there's a, there's a, it's, it, we're able to get a sense of a power and understanding of who we are without all of the word, without all of the world from the outside. And there's a reason the scripture says, be still and know that I'm God. He knew this world would be chaotic. It's, you know, it's only getting worse. So we need to be still. And I'm learning how to do that. It's not natural, not natural. I remember when I went to just a side note, I went to Zimbabwe and, um, and uh, my first time going, it was not a pleasant experience for me because they don't have, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't have a lot of the entertainment that we have in the States, like the movies and, and you know, um, even a library or, you know, just different things. So I went over there and I was bored out of my mind, but it took me some time to appreciate <clears throat> being still, being able to open up a book, not being entertained by everything on the outside, but learning how to just sit, think. And it was a great experience, but I had to learn. I had to train myself to appreciate those little things. Yeah, that's so good. I think um, just as you were talking, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, it's it's in the silence. Like, I think people are so afraid of silence because that's when the anxious thoughts start coming the the fearful thoughts start coming and and what I think that you know I honestly this is just like literally being downloaded as you're speaking like and what you're imparting is like gosh like I think that's part of the point it's like for us to become aware of oh my gosh like I'm thinking this way and then be able to what's what's the bible say take every thought captive and saying okay wait a second, why am I feeling this way? Let me captivate that thought and let me present it to God and see what he has to say on this issue. 
Because like, otherwise that those anxieties, they just run your day. Like when you don't sit and be quiet, you don't even realize you're thinking them and they're just like kind of driving your boat. And you sit in the silence and all of a sudden the thoughts are coming, the comparison thoughts, the fear thoughts, the, you know, whatever it is. And it's an opportunity to say, okay, I'm not going to cave to that. Instead, I'm going to take it and I'm going to give it to God. Exactly. And those fears are so normal. I mean, why run away from things that um, are normal? It may not feel good. It's uncomfortable, but it leads to healing if we can address it. It leads to healing and we're worth the healing. I'm worth the healing. So, but you're, you're right. It doesn't feel good. And, um, yeah, I, you're, you're totally right. We're, we're, I think our our society, we are used to just medicating things, you know, there's an issue as opposed to when, when you go into the doctor, um, as opposed to really getting down to maybe the root of the problem, maybe it's just your eating habits. What do we do? Give me a medication. Give me, subscribe me something for this, for this issue that I have, as opposed to maybe sitting down, looking at what you're eating, maybe writing out a log, doing the, doing the work. But that's where the healing comes from is the root of everything underneath the medication, all that other stuff. But yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I think like we're so prone to shut off pieces of ourselves because of like trauma or because of something someone said or like how we were raised or you know like different things that kind of like creep in like those lies that like those compound lies right like someone said you were fat in the seventh grade and then someone made this other comment about your body and then all of a sudden you have this you know for me it's like I'm I'm a very small natured person um, but I had these lies about, you know, like what I looked like or whatever. And, and, um, it, it eventually compacted to, you know, you're not worthy to be loved. You know, that, that was the end of lie that all these little things that had happened, um, that was what it kind of compacted to. And, um, I I think like like we're so quick to like shut off like when we have, feel pain it's like okay we shut off like this this part like I used to like I talked a lot I still talk a lot but <laughs> in middle school I had no um like social awareness to how much I was talking um and so like I got you know I got or I felt consistently like people were annoyed with me I don't remember anyone ever actually calling me annoying um but I got this sense that people thought I was annoying or I decided I accepted the lie that I was annoying and so instead of like taking that to the Lord which I just didn't have the the know-how how how to do I hope my kids do but um instead of doing that, it's like, I, I accepted that as truth. And I started shutting off pieces of my personality to basically avoid that pain. Right. Um, and what I realized like the other day, like I was in the church and, and, um, 
I am, I am very independent and I have trouble, um, like I have trouble doing teamwork stuff. I, I have trouble, um, I mean, I have a great marriage, but like sometimes I just do my own thing and my husband's like, yo, like we're supposed to be one. Like, can we communicate and like get back on the same page? Um, and so, you know, that's something that throughout my life I can remember like trying to force myself out of that, um, independence and like into something else, you know, and like into whatever it looks like into, um, better community or, and, and that, not to say that community is not important because it certainly is, but, um, you know, it's like, I, I tried to like, I felt bad that I was so independent and I felt like I needed to be, um, less so. And it is true that I did need to be less so independent, but, um, what God revealed to me was there was actually a purpose for that in my personality. And what he showed, showed me this just this past weekend was I made you, and this is his words, not mine. He said, I made you brutally independent because I needed you to be that way because because of your calling and because of who you are, because of who I created you to be, you're somewhat of a chameleon where I can take on someone else's passion. I can take on like, even, um, even when I'm around someone with an accent for like more than like three days, I'll start picking up on their accent or the way people say stuff, you know, it's like, I'm very, um, it's very easy for me to like put myself in someone else's shoes, I guess. Um, and so the Lord said to me, you know, I needed you to be that independent as a young woman, because that was the only way that you would ever learn who you were because, because of your heart and because of your care for others, you would have taken on everything that was theirs and never known what you were supposed to do. And so he said, now, now is the time. Now you know who you are. And now is the time that I am going to be in to, um, awaken you and, and, uh, awaken your awareness to other people and to how they fit into your puzzle. And so I think so often it's like, we have these things about it us whether it's like, we're super emotional. Cause that's one of my things too, that like, I, I've shut down my emotions. Um, and I'm a worshiper at heart. So like, that's like, you shut down the emotions of a worshiper. It's like, you got like nothing left, like, you know, um, and God's like slowly having to like, okay, we're going to like open up this well again, you know? Um, and so learning like these things that like we take issue with in ourselves were actually like put there with purpose. And like, you can't like fully understand why you're so independent or what, like why you struggle in this area or why, um, why you're so emotional and you can't reel it in or why you're so deep or, you know, whatever, why am I this thing? Um, unless you take it to God and he begins to speak to you about your purpose. Well, I actually made you this way so that da, 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 you actually have this, this anxiety because of this underlying need to fix this problem. Like whatever it is, like, like there's, there's just so much more, um, 
if you take these things to him than than just shutting them off because like he he made you purposefully every single last detail of who you are he had he he just knew what he was doing so i don't know that's been my like revelation that he's been speaking to me lately yeah exactly and i um what i've learned too is that it it's not something that may be revealed immediately it may take months years centuries i mean you know decades i just i don't know but there the truth will be revealed um the more that i have taken time to reflect on myself the and the more time i'm just i've sat there it's given me more peace and more peace to be able to make steps towards me being more authentic of who I, who I really am and embracing myself. And um, I'm learning that also as I identify and be more comfortable with who I am, not everyone will appreciate me. Um, I think that's why we have the two biggest phones you have you're constantly hearing about competition between the iphone and the android you know i'm the iphone everyone isn't going to appreciate an iphone some people want an android and i've learned to i've learned to um, be okay with that but i know that somebody is going to want an iphone i just have to keep staying authentic to who i am with respect for others, integrity, um, love, truth, those things, and um, people who who are interested in my unique characteristics will find value in that, and that's who I know I can pour into. Because I can't, I can't tell my, I can't reveal everything to everyone, and God's showing me that as well. That I have to hold back on some things because I want to, I want to give it all. I want to give it all, but my all isn't going to be appreciated by everyone. That was another hard lesson I had to take, had to take, had to learn. But it's not going to come easy. It may take some time, but the process is going to be beautiful, and um, it's it was it's worth it to me. It's so good. It's so good. And it just goes back to like, like we have to start from, like you said, we have to start from that place of our affirmation coming from the Lord because it's impossible to not get wounded when someone's yeah. like, no thanks. Like, because they're, it's the core of who you are. Yeah. And so if we're looking for that in man or, um, yeah, sorry. Whoa. Um, I just, <laughs> Holy Spirit. Um I just I just feel like like God wants to say like if you listeners have experienced that, if you're experiencing that on a constant basis where where you're feeling hurt um when someone doesn't really get you or or understand the fullness of who you are or you feel unseen um you know, I just encourage you, like, take that to the Lord because, like, like, gosh, like, like, you have to get to that space um, of being okay 
with the fact that you're not everyone's cup of tea, with the fact that you're not the whole church. Like the God, yeah. like Christ made different pieces of the body with purpose. Like mm-hmm. you're not like a hand can only do so much. It can't do a hand can't help you walk. Um, and, and if you did try to walk on your hands, you want it doesn't last as long as walking on your feet, you know? Um, and so understanding that, like you have a unique role to play and, and with that unique role, you're serving a unique set of people and just let God speak to you the truth of, of that. Yes. I totally agree with that. Well, gosh, this has been awesome. You're amazing. Um, and you know, I'm so excited for where God's, God's taking you. Um, because I know like we're just entering into a season of depth, you know, and the depth of who you are is, is so vital. Uh, to what he's doing and, and to, to how he's moving in this season. Um, so I'm going to have you pray over these lovely women. Okay. And just impart everything that you want to impart to their hearts. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I am so grateful for who you are i'm so grateful for how you have you have such a wisdom about you to where you have created every single woman for such a unique purpose lord father god i pray lord that you will help each and every one of them to be okay with sitting in their funk to sitting in their their ugliness or the the uncomfortable pieces about them, Lord. I, Father, I ask that you will give them wisdom, give them your unconditional love as they sift through everything that they are um, going to be sifting through, God. I just pray that, Lord, you will give them your, your word, you're giving your Holy Spirit to guide them. Lord, I thank you for their unique qualities. I thank you for just their hearts to seek you. It's not easy to understand a God who we can feel is so complex, who's so much bigger than us, who has so much understanding. Will Lord allow us to trust you, even with the little things? And let's pray, Lord, that next time, that from this 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 time, Lord, that testimonies will be shared, that you will be able to share, that they will share what it is you're doing in their lives, what it is you're revealing. And I know it's going to be nothing but good. Mm-hmm. I pray for blessings in this world, that they will, we will all just continue to be who we are created to be with authentic, authenticity so that as a team together, as a community together, we can be the church that you want us to be. And I just say um, all of these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name, I pray, amen. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on that we didn't get a chance to touch on that you were hoping to talk about? No, I won't. One thing I wanted to share that something um, that was shared to me that I'll never forget is someone once told me this, that you know more than you think. And that was so powerful for me. Um, the inter 
the inner thoughts that I have in my head about, you know, um, my purpose, my plan, all these things, I find myself wanting to get affirmation or clarity from other people. But I'm learning, Corporeal, you know more than you think you know. So um, that was just powerful for me. And I just want to share that with each of the other, each of the women who are listening is that you know more than you think. Um, we're given a conscience, we're giving the spirit for a reason to not um, not forget that. So that was one thing. And then the, the last thing is that um, I have grown to know and trust is that I have a unique talent that um, is deserving to be heard and to be shared. And by me not sharing it with other people, maybe it's just the gift of giving, or maybe it's something encouraging, writing notes. But by me not sharing it and offering it to the world, I'm gaining conviction that it's a part of me being selfish. I'm being selfish with my talents. I'm holding my talents for me as opposed to blessing someone else with it. So I also just want to encourage the women that you have something unique for you, about you for a reason, and um, to not hold back. Some, the, the world needs us, but it's not going to wait for us. So we need to learn how to just share and give what we have for a value and we're each needed. And the way we can be, the way that that talent can be maximized, though, is by going back to the creator who knows us best and who would teach us how to use that effectively. So I'm learning, growing, but I'm honored to be able to speak with you on this platform. And um, I hope that it can encourage just, just one woman. Like I said, I believe in what you're doing, Megan. And and um, I look forward to seeing where else our paths are going to to align and connect because I know it won't be the end. Oh, yeah. No, well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on. It's, I like I just since the first day we talked and, and did the prayer, it's like I just really want to honor what you carry and like just the sacredness of, of it and the way um, your ability to communicate like those deep things like it's not it's not common um, you know it's it's very much a a piece of, of the puzzle of what God has for you um, to be able to get on the, the same level with women where they're at and say yeah, like, like so often I feel like, um, when you're on the other side, it's hard for, it's hard for women to describe what it was like before. It's like, I don't know, it was hard. And then it wasn't, you know? Yeah, um, it is. And you have such a, you do such a good job of being able to dig back into those emotions and say, this is what I was experiencing. And this is what, what helped like, and this is how you can manage uh, these these thoughts and things so 
Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. All right. So tell our listeners, where can they connect with you? Where can they find you? Where can they get involved in, in the community you're building and what you're doing? Yes. Um, everyone can follow me through my Instagram, which is Graceful Renew. Um, I'm there. And also, if you're wanting more of a community setting with um, intimacy and women all over the world you're more than welcome to follow us on my facebook group which is also called graceful renew as spelled exactly the way you would spell it um i look forward to engaging with you there um again the purpose is to build authentic authenticity but lead women back to the truth which is the scriptures which is god and um where we can just be who we want to be but pursue who we are created to be. Now I have to tell you guys, since this podcast was recorded, Corporeal has done a lot of shifting. And so I've asked her to come back on and talk about what it looks like to pivot with the Lord. So next Thursday, Corporeal will be on again, talking about pivoting with God and changing direction. It's a beautiful, beautiful interview, and you're not going to want to miss it. <laughs>